And we're back. We are back. We they are didn't back. know that we left, though. Well, now they do. Why didn't okay. you tell me they didn't know that we left? You should have known that. We've been doing this for, like, a few months now. Have we? Yeah. Oh. Welcome to the podcast. My name's Caroline. My name's Marco. And we are dating and we like video games so much so that today we turned to each other and said, I haven't sat down and like really kind of played a video game in a while. I miss it. Let's play a video game. So that's what we do. And we especially like to play games uh, with each other and games that are fun for both of us. You would be surprised at how many games that are good for two people are just first-person shooters with a two-player co-op mode. Our mission is to find games that are good to play with someone either on the couch next to them or online via Xbox Live or PlayStation, whatever PlayStation's is. Yeah. Nintendo has an online for the Switch. Nintendo, mm, I don't know if that one really counts. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about Portal 2. Woo. Which came out in April of 2011 for Windows, OS X, Linux, PS3, and Xbox 360. It was produced by Valve and distributed by EA, Electronic Arts. It was what? What? It was distributed by EA? That's what it said. All retail editions are distributed by The digital PC version is distributed online by Valve's Steam service. I did not know that it was distributed by EA. There you go. That is not something you ever associate with EA. Yeah. Fascinating. Anyway, we played it on a PC with a Xbox 360 and an Xbox One controller um, to play the co-op mode. It took us an embarrassingly long time to figure out that if you plug one controller in, that it overrides the mouse and keyboard instead of works with it. So we spent so much time being like, press X. Well, I'm pressing X. Okay, press X on the keyboard. I'm pressing right. X on the keyboard. And then Caroline realized that we just needed to plug in well, a second. Well, I looked it up and it was like, if you plug in a controller, it counts that as the first controller. And I was like, oh, yeah. we have two controllers. Fun fact, we plug the Xbox One controller in using the charging cord that comes with a PS4 controller. Yeah, say that to yourself just one more time so you can actually realize what the F we did to play this game. But we did it all for you guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. We if love you. Anyone wants to send us another PlayStation 4 controller? Yeah, or another PlayStation is, 4. A PlayStation 4 would actually be great because <laughs> then we could play Destiny together. Yeah, which is we're it, playing later. Are we allowed to accept gifts? Is that a like thing? Yeah, we just are not going to tell them our address. Do we have to pay taxes on it? Look, no, no. So if we set up like a PO box, they could just send everything to our PO box. Okay. Nobody knows us or likes us enough to do that, so we're not going to do that yet. The other thing is 90% of the people listening to this podcast already know where we live. Right. That seems redundant. And we see them often enough that... They can physically hand us a gift. Look, Lucas, you can just give us the PS4. Yeah, in Lucas. Person. Thank you so much for thinking. We of really us, appreciate it. We really it. appreciate it, but like you can wait to give it to us in person. Yeah, no, it's it's okay. That'd you don't need great. to mail it. Also, shout out to Romania. Woo. Anyway, let's talk about this game. Let's talk about this game. Talk talk about the game a little bit more for me and your history with the game, and then what your review of it is. Yes. So I have a little bit more history with the Portal series, just because I actually played it when they came out. Caroline played Portal 1 when I forced her to. Yeah. 
but she also did not get past the part where you have to dodge the fire that would incinerate you, so she didn't really play through all of it, and she no. never got to the final boss. We didn't even play through all of this. That's true. We well, played until the end. We played, we played the last level, yeah, is we, what I mean. We played through a lot of the multiplayer levels, but we also did not play the campaign for Portal 2, because right. it is only one player. I first played Portal when it first came out. I think I got it as part of the orange box. Um, and then I played this game as basically as soon as it came out, too. I remember that this game made the news for the record number of people who called in sick from work the day it came out. Seriously? Yeah, it was on the news. They were talking about how many people had called in sick, uh, had called in sick to work coincidentally on the day that this game came out. Well, in looking at the Wikipedia article, it says that it's been described as one of the greatest video games of all time, which is pretty incredible. I didn't know that. It's, I don't know if I'd give it that much praise. It is a very solid game that excels at what it does. That's good. The campaign is maybe six to eight hours long, so it's kind of short, and the multiplayer campaign is probably about the same length, mm-hmm. and it kind of suffers from the lack of replayability that all puzzle solvers suffer from, which is once you know the solution to the puzzle, it's not really puzzle solving anymore. It's just punching the instructions into the controller. Right. But it is a fantastic game. The actual campaign is really good and really fun, and it's got a great sense of humor because between the sadistic AI who is trying to kill you and the incompetent sadistic AI who is also <laughs> trying to kill you. It's very entertaining. It's got a great dark sense of humor. It's it's good puzzles. And the concept itself of using the portals is a very unique one that I don't think any other game has really managed to successfully copy. Definitely fun. The multiplayer is different from the single player in that, you guessed it, there are more people. Which just means that, you know, each person can create one set of portals. So you got, you know... When it's the multiplayer, you've got a dark blue portal and a light blue portal, and you go through it, and you you go through the dark blue portal, and you appear where the light blue portal is. Yeah, and just to explain really quickly, you shoot it out of a gun by pressing either of the trigger buttons, right? And you can shoot it so that if you put a portal right next to you, you can also come out like on top of a, you know, cliff or something like that. So it is very interactive, but there are only specific surfaces that you can shoot a portal to. Yeah, the best way I can describe it is you you know the like orange fire portals that Doctor Strange has in Doctor Strange and the Avengers movies? It's essentially that. Yeah. Except you can only do it on walls. Right. You can't just make it appear in the air. You have to make one. What a current example. Yeah. It it was hard to describe the portal system to people when it was like, well, you make a portal and then you go through the portal and you're on the other side of the portal. And they're like, okay, but what, how does that a gun? Doctor Strange is a huge nerd who plays portal. He would probably be good at that game. He'd be really good at that game. Probably be the best at that game. Yeah. So, yes, so uh, you make the portals, and the thing about the two players is that there are two sets of portals, so mm-hmm. a lot, every single puzzle requires you both to have all four portals placed in the right spot, which is difficult to kind of coordinate, especially when you don't really have a solution in mind and you're just throwing science at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. Uh, but it is very fun to cooperate with someone in that way. There were a couple of times where I solved the puzzle, and then there were a couple of times where Caroline's like, you put your portal there, and you do the thing, and she solved the puzzle. Mm-hmm. 
So it does give us each kind of a moment to be like, aha, I am smart. You do this, lab monkey. Yeah. And um, there isn't friendly fire. So we totally didn't try to kill each other at any point. What? That, huh? I know that never happens with us. Those of you who have listened to the show before will know <laughs> that we absolutely did find ways to kill each other. Yeah, like 100%. And yeah, we did yeah. kill oh, each we, other. We did. Because you can, like, you can't shoot someone and kill them because it's not a gun. But if you lead them through a portal that, like, either leads to acid or you, like, close your portal as soon as they're going across, like, the bridge, then. The bridge disappears. The they bridge fall disappears. Into acid. Right. So. You can definitely kill them. It was also entertaining that, and this is programmed into the game. GLaDOS says this anyways, but it did feel like she was kind of picking up on how often we killed each other. Yeah. Because the more we played, the more she was like, you know, Blue, I hear that Orange was saying some mean things about you yesterday. Right. And then if I would die, I was Orange and Marco's Blue. If I would die, she'd be like, Blue, that went exactly how you had planned originally. And it's like, traitor. Yeah. So even though she says that anyways, it was really fun that that she was, you know, a third co-conspirator. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was great writing. Yeah. Caroline, your review? I thought this game was really fun. I would not go as far as to say it was one of the greatest video games of all time, personally, I guess. I still hold that to American Nashley Magic Mystery Mall. Just... Cool. So your rating scale is broken, <laughs> but continue. No, I actually hold that to Spyro, which we will play at a later date because I think that we want to get the newer one. I thought that it was cool. It was definitely inventive in that it was puzzle solving. It wasn't just like, oh, shoot the enemy. Okay, our team won. It was more cooperative in the fact that you had to figure something out in order to win. That wasn't just like pick up gun and shoot, which we play a lot. And it's, there's nothing like it that's been out. I mean, there have been like escape room video games and there have been some puzzly games and there have been puzzle aspects of games. Like I'm thinking about in Strange Brigade, we had to figure out some puzzles to get through, but that was still like we had to shoot zombies to win or mummies rather. But I I did like it. I think that it is a little too long for even me and I found myself getting a little bit bored with it, but I think that it's a very smart game and it's very, it was very ahead of its time, I believe, and still very playable to this day. Like, it's not the first Lara Croft where people are like, I'm sorry, how many pixels does this game have? That's ridiculous. So, yeah, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed playing with you, and our little beep boops had a lot of fun. Atlas and Peabody. Yes. You were Atlas, I was Peabody. Which probably does not surprise anyone. Why? Because Atlas is a short little chonk. (laughs) And blue. And blue, yeah. I was was the blue guy. Yeah. There was no purple guy, unfortunately. But, like, red, orange. Yeah. Close. Yeah. So, in summary, we like it. You guys should play it. Question time. Question time. Did we? No. No. So here we go, listeners. This is improv live questions. We're gonna see what comes out of our mouths, and they might be questions. They might be comments. Be dolphin noises. It might not even be questions about the game. It, it might, might not just even be, be questions about. <laughs> yeah, do you want to learn some Greek on this podcast? Or maybe some ASL? That would be a great thing to learn in a medium where you have to listen. What is your question, Marco? What's the first question? You're bad at improv, aren't you? I'm actually... Really? No, this Think is of not, a question. This is not a joke. I'm 
Stalling for time. Really wonderful at improv. Wait, no, I have a story now. I, when we were fellows at STC, I took an improv class and I was like top of the class. Nice. I was really good at improv and it was really funny. Anyway, I am really good at improv. Okay. What's your question? My first question is, what is your favorite level or like new thing that you could do with the portal? So there were certain things. There was like the paint. There was like the, you can, you know, connect things to make a bridge in your portals, there was that like suctiony wind tube that excursion funnel. Sure. What was your favorite? I really liked the paint levels mm-hmm. because I feel like they, in particular, added just a goofy element to the game. Sure. Because what was it? There were there were three paints total. One was just a white paint that made any surface portable because mm-hmm. you know. Only some surfaces you can put portals on, and if there was white paint on them, then you could portal on it. The other two, though, there was a blue paint and there was an orange paint, and the blue paint made everything super bouncy, and the orange paint was basically like slip and slide juice. Mm-hmm. So you would just run and build up momentum and go super fast. Yeah. And so those added a much more cartoony, like whimsical fun to it, which, you know, it was good that the entire game was not that attitude, but it was nice to throw it in there every now and then as a little change of kind. Yeah. And it also meant that I could use the orange juice to get a supercharged run onto the blue juice and just catapult myself into the ether. Yeah. And that was a fun time. Cool. So definitely the levels with the gel paint juice nonsense. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. Caroline, your favorite add-on <laughs> slash thing? I really like the wind tunnels. What are they called? Excursion beams? Excursion, Excursion funnels. Funnels. Thank you. Because it was fun. I was like floating through air and being carried along by like wind daddy. It was like a gentle breeze that was just blowing Bloody. Caroline's robotic body to and fro. <laughs> it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was also very fun to cancel an excursion funnel as it carried Caroline over perhaps a, a grinder or some sort of that pit was so mean. filled with poisonous acid Rude. and then be like, oh no, I shot the wrong portal. I meant to shoot Rude. the other portal so that it would take you to sunshine rainbow land, but now you're in acid sadness. Oh no. Rude. Do you have a question? No, that was going to be my question. Okay, my question is, my next question, who's your favorite character? I mean. In Portal 2. Atlas. Come on. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Mine is Gladys. GLaDOS. GLaDOS. Yeah? Yeah, mine is GLaDOS. Because she was just sassy. She's a snarky asshole, and I love it. It's like, so we, well, Marco has seen the entire first season of Westworld, and I've only seen the first episode as of now. Don't worry. Don't at me. Okay, I've had a lot of shows to watch in the past. I have not gotten around to it. I'm getting around to it. Anyway, in the first episode, there's a snarky bartender. Hmm. And so we were talking about if we would go to Westworld. And I was like, can I be the bartender? And Marco's like, no, that's not something you could be able to do. And I was like, but I want to be the snarky bartender and make fun of guests and be a laugh riot. So Caroline would be the snarky AI who makes fun of you and tries to murder you. Yes. Also in the end, she's a mama bird. So she is a mama bird. Sorry. Wow. That actually really. Okay. No, no, no. It's an eight year old game. Okay. If you are mad that we're spoiling an eight year old game. Fight me. Yeah. Fight us. Like, we are at the point where- Write it in the comments. I could spoil Endgame if I wanted to. It's been a month. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. As it it, turns out- Do it. Do it. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. True. Very true. Guess what? People would be mad at you for ruining that too. All right. Well, maybe you should watch the movie instead of listening to us. 
Drop the mic. Okay. Do you have any questions? Any other questions? Yeah. Who is the most dateable character? Mm, GLaDOS. You think? Yeah. She ain't got no arms. So? What what does she need arms for? That's pretty ableist of you. (laughs) I don't need someone with arms to date them. She would also try and murder you. I think we would get along. I don't think so. I think we would find a common ground between us. Can you answer a question for me? Sure. The entire time we were playing Portal 2. Yes. Did you see a single human character? No. You didn't think it was strange that there are no human... It's robot land. Yeah, but someone had to build the robots and the factory. Are you telling me this is like a Space Odyssey? No. Do you someone a Space Odyssey issue? Wait, I never saw that movie. What happens? It was with Hal. Hal the like space spaceship robot who kills everyone. Oh, Sorry, yeah. also spoilers for a very old movie. No, no, no. GLaDOS, Come on, guys. In, in Portal 1, GLaDOS kills all of the scientists with a deadly neurotoxin. Nice. That's why there are no scientists is because she murdered them all. So she would... She, they had it coming. They had it absolutely coming. If they died to her hand, which they built... She they doesn't have hands. had it coming. They had it coming. Okay. Who would? Who's the most dateable character for you? Atlas, of course. <laughs> He's the blue guy. Yeah, but he can't speak any like sweet. Wow, that's pretty ableist of you. <laughs> I had that coming. You really did. You walked right into that one. <sighs> yeah, I guess. I think speech is more important than hands. I'm trying to think of another question. Um, I don't think we actually have any other questions. No. This game is one that definitely takes a simple single premise and runs with it. Yeah. So, I mean, there are like four characters total. There are a few game mechanics, but between the portal gun and our what was your favorite other mechanic, we've covered them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a simple game, but it is very, very good at what it does. Yes. We don't know how much it costs, but it's an, an eight-year-old game. Yeah. So I'm sure you can get it on Steam for like $10. Right. I don't know if I would go as far to say it's one of the best games of all time. Yeah. But it is absolutely a good one. What do you think is the best game of all time? Bioshock. Mm. Yeah. The first one? The first one. Interesting. Great game. Not a fan. Yeah, that's because I kept, Spooked me. I kept turning the lights on and off. That was a fun time. We're never, we're never doing Bioshock time. on this Well, podcast. it's also not a multiplayer game. We've still played it together. Well, we played the third one together. That's true. That's the only one I'll play. Thank you guys for listening. But uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's all. That's kind of it. Thank you guys again. Um, please tweet at us and comment on the podcast. We love to read your comments. We love to read your tweets. You're awesome. And if you suggest a game for us, we might play it and review it on this podcast. It's entirely possible. We always need more games. So We do always need more games. Please let us know. And yeah, thanks yeah. for listening, Argentina. <laughs> Don't cry for me. Don't cry. I have no idea how that song goes. Really? You've never seen Evita? No. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my days, my mad existence, you kept your promise. Don't keep your distance. And
stop touching my chair. You say that I move my chair and you're making all the chair moving noises. You just made a chair moving noise. Yeah, because I had to adjust. 